we as neighbors, we can all do something small that's going to show appreciation to people. So if you're listening and you just want to say thank you for um, the person that pack your bags or, or pack your groceries when you go to the grocery store, just just have a note card, you know, like just a simple handwritten note, just telling her how much you appreciate her help. Welcome to Grace in 30 on WERALP, Arlington 96.7 FM, and streaming at WERA.FM. This is Ed Mellick, and I'll be your host for the program tonight. A few months back, an Arlington County student told his teacher that his family had been evicted from their home and that they desperately needed financial help or would find themselves on the street. The teacher notified her church, who immediately contacted an Arlington nonprofit that specializes in addressing urgent needs. And within 24 hours, the family had a down payment for a new rental property. When I heard about this, I thought, wow, what a great story about people working together swiftly and effectively to address a critical need in their community. Tonight, we're joined by Anna Maya, the Director of Compassion and Justice Initiatives at Grace Community Church in Arlington, and one of the people involved in helping this family. Anna works with local and global partners to create unusual opportunities for church members to serve people in Arlington and around the world. She's going to tell us about some of these efforts and how listeners can get involved. Anna, welcome to Grace and 30. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. It's, it's a pleasure to be here tonight. So tell us a little bit more about that story, because when I heard it, you know, we're all going to church virtually now online. But when I heard mm-hmm. you talk about that in one of the services, I thought, how cool is that? Tell us exactly what happened. Yeah, so it's it's a fantastic story about just networking and uh, the, our community coming together to support one another. So I was approached as the director of Compassion and Justice for Grace. I was approached by a, a Grace person that is a teacher. And she just said, like, I have this family in my school and my student just let me know that they got evicted during the, the, the midst of COVID-19 pandemic, and they need, they need financial assistance for the down payment for their new apartment, but they just can't do it uh, because I, I believe the mom had lost her job. Uh, so they were, they were struggling with just making the ends meet with just one source of income. And, and I was like, okay, we, we will figure it out, <laughs> right? <laughs> like that's, that's my job. I, I just figured out the ways to support people. And Grace Community Church, we have incredible partners in our in our community. Uh, one of them is Arlington Thrive. It's a nonprofit that um, works with the community for emergency financial assistance, and they work with the counties and the community to, for referrals and stuff. So I reached out to them, and I was like, "Hey, I know this is very unusual uh, because you guys don't really do down payments for for apartments." But I have this family. It's very urgent. Like they they were kicked out of their of their place and they need a new apartment. They found a new apartment, but they just don't have enough money for the down payment. And unfortunately, the way that our church process benevolence cases, it's it's kind of a lengthy process. So we couldn't just cut the check right away. Um, so I was like, is there any way that we can do this? And you can just give me the check and I'm, I'm going to be your referral. I'm going to be your, <laughs> your trustworthy person. Uh, Pinky promise this money is getting back to you. <laughs> so let's just come together and help this family. 
and they were on it. Um, I talked to Madeline. Madeline is one of the case workers for Arlington Thrive. And Madeline was just like, yeah, I just, I'm going to need the name of the family and just like, um, like an average of how many, how many people are there? What is their, what is their income? Do they live in Arlington? And, and she, she just gave me the check. She was like, just stop by in a couple of hours. We'll call you and the check will be ready for you. And, and then I think it was like maybe two hours later, the check was ready. It, they had it for, for the, for the leasing office. So I just went there, picked up the check, called the principal of the of the school that these family uh, the students attend, and I was like, "Can I please have the contact information of the mom so I can give her the check, uh, or just schedule a time to drop off the keys to their new place?" So I got in touch with the mother, um, and she was um, she was just running some errands with virtual school with the kids. And so I decided, well, okay, so I'm going to go grab the keys. <laughs> so it's just easier for the, for the family to just have the keys and just move in. So I went to the leasing office with the check. <laughs> I was like, here's the check. This is the, the family's name. I just need the keys because they need to move in today. And uh, thankfully, I, the property manager of that leasing office was such an incredible person. And he was like, oh, we were trying to find a way to help this family too. So here's, here are the keys. Thank you so much for the down payment. And then, yeah, so I just met with the family, gave them the keys to their new home. And I was like, okay, we, we, we did it. <laughs> we've come together. Yeah, we've come together in the whole community. What's amazing is, is we kind of talked about this. Arlington Thrive, it's like you knew you were kind of bogged down. You had some overhead you had to do to get the money. So you mm-hmm. went to an organization that's that their whole shtick is doing something fast. It's speed. It's no questions asked, it's, you know, same day at some times. And, and what a cool thing. And, and, you know, that's what grace is about. It's like, it, you know, it doesn't depend on the worthiness of someone or whether they can pay you back or whatever. There was a need and you guys all kind of worked together. It was a teacher, the family, yeah. Grace Community Church, the nonprofit all kind of came together. And you said it was kind of, you mentioned it's a kind of a story that will always be in your heart because of yeah. you know, how quickly everybody worked together to respond. Absolutely. Yeah. It's that kind of story that really um, helps you understand the the power of love and just caring for your community. This is definitely a story that's always going to be in my heart for sure. Well, let's talk about another cool one. Let's 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 because you guys just did an, an effort where you you decided as a church, Grace Community Church, to to do do something nice for essential workers, people that work in grocery stores. And I mean, mm-hmm. we we kind of go in these stores and we're in a bad mood and we're trying to not touch anything or breathe on anything and we. We kind of in a huff check out and leave and, and people are working there. They're working there all the time and, and they feel neglected. And tell us about what Grace did to say thank you to grocery workers in the Arlington area. Yeah. So we, we put together an Operation Unsung Heroes. That was the name of the effort. And the whole goal was to show appreciation to the unsung heroes in our community. I mean, we, we talk about essential workers and first responders and and everyone is coming together to love on them. But then there are always one or two group of people that are very essential, but we don't really talk about. And we we figured out that the grocery store workers was was definitely one of those groups. So we've come together uh, to put like an appreciation bag. So we had uh, a couple of nice things like a lip balm, um, a 
granola bar, just saying like, you're one of a kind, um, like a Dunkin' Donuts uh, gift card just for, for a good latte <laughs> to start their work day. Uh, because these are the people that are going to work every single day to make sure that all of us have the, the, the items that we need, right, to, to survive this pandemic, uh, per se. So, yeah, so that's what we did. And all of our volunteers come together. We packed over 5,000 bags. And we just came to the grocery store, giving them the bags, and we get we, we got amazing uh, feedback and and responses from from store managers, from from the employers, just saying like we we start the day talking about how no one cares about what we do here, and and here you are, it's a church saying that you care, you have this little bag, thanking us for doing for doing what we do. So it was it was a neat project. I, I absolutely loved it. And yeah, it was just another way to just love on our community. Yeah, I love that. And, and you mentioned a store manager at one store called and said, you know, we constantly get the feeling that no one sees us. And we just mm-hmm. wanted to say thank you for doing that. I mean, how cool is that? Let, let me right now just challenge listeners because you did that collectively as a church. But I mean, yeah. I, I, I could do this. I could put together five bags. I mean, I was telling you on the phone that I got a couple guys that I and, and, and gals at, at stores that I kind of joke around with and I see and we've kind of developed a very light friendship. I should put together a little something for them and just give it to them. So yeah. you know, chal- challenge the listeners. What do you think they should do to kind of to do something like this and, and, and say thank you to essential workers? Yeah, so that's the beauty of projects like this. Uh, of course, the church is going to do it in a much larger scale, but we, we as neighbors, we can all do something small that's going to show appreciation to people. So if you're listening and you just want to say thank you for, um, to Miss Maria, that it's the person that pack your bags or, or pack your groceries when you go to the grocery store, just, just have a note card, you know, like just a simple handwritten note, just telling her how much you appreciate her help or, um, someone that it's working around you that has that bright smile that's always in a positive attitude and just it's it's it takes very simple steps for people to show appreciation to one another and to really change their days so if you're listening and you want to do something like that just I don't know pay for pay for someone's coffee you know just even something that simple as I'm just going to buy a coffee for you because uh, I see that you're working right here today. And I, I can guarantee that that would make their day so much better. I, I do want to talk also about something that Grace did that was really kind of very unusual. And it relates a little bit. You, we talked on the phone about your brother's disability. And, mm-hmm. and there's, there's a certain effort that Grace Community Church was involved in. They ran a capital campaign. And, and usually when churches run a capital campaign, it's, they're going to put up a building for themselves. They're going to build a new yeah. church or, or something for themselves. But Grace just ran a pretty substantial capital campaign to build a facility for someone else, for a group called CRI. And it's a house for people with, with disabilities, which is amazing. And it really resonated with you. Tell us a little bit. It's called the Grace Home. Tell us about that yeah. facility and, and, and the motivations behind Grace doing that and what a cool thing that is. Yeah. So the Grace Home was my first project in this in this job <laughs> which was amazing so it, again it would always be in my heart the goal i the goal of the grace home was we wanted we wanted to build something that would have a permanent 
image in our community uh, that our congregation can just drive past it and say, you see that house? I, I built that, you know? So that was the whole goal is just to have something very physical and, and impactful that our congregation can feel like they're a part of this community. So we got in touch with CRI, Community Residences Inc. And CRI is an organization in, in the DMV area uh, that provides affordable housing for uh, people that struggle with severe developmental um, issues. So, so we we talked about it, and they they are in this business of getting uh, lands or properties and um, tearing them down and rebuilding something new that is fully accessible for the residents. So the the idea was okay. So we will just partner with you financially and be part of this new house. So uh, they had this this property on Glebe Road, 2244 Glebe Road. And they were like, okay, this is the next house that we're gonna tear down and, and build it all over again, uh, but make it very accessible and um, very welcoming to the residents there. So that was the capital campaign. We target that home. And our goal was to raise $250,000 to to support CRI with that with that new building and and we did it. It was an Easter capital campaign and by Christmas we had the full amount and we gave them the check and we um we just follow up. We were checking in every single step of the of the the demolition, the the building of the house and I was there when uh when we were getting the final touches of the house for the residents to move in. It was, uh, they have six residents in that house. And I, I remember to just walk inside the house and just start crying because the whole, the whole place, it's definitely a home for someone who's been neglected by the community for so long. You know, um, from, from the ramps to get to the house, to having an elevator inside the house to take people up and down all the levels to the kitchen counters being a little bit lower so folks in the wheelchair can still reach for things, uh, to the showers to have a ramp so wheelchairs can go to the shower and out of the shower without complications. So those are like little details that a lot of us don't really think about unless you have someone with disabilities living with you. And in my case, it's my brother. So for me, that house was just like, this, this is the home. I hope to build for my brother at some point in my life, you know, like a house that it's that he belongs here and there's nothing in this house that that it's an obstacle for him. Uh, and that was that was what I loved the most about that house for its residents. So it was it was an amazing campaign. Yeah. So the Grace home is there. And we can still drive past it and see we built this. <laughs> yeah, that is a cool thing to be to see something tangible like that. And kind of on a related note, we we talked about your brother, his talent and, and the work he does, how how good his work product is, and that you know, like he'll go after something, a, a position, and he'll you know d- deliver some materials for people to review, and they're like fantastic. And then they see him, and they're like, wow, we didn't expect uh, you to be like this. Your resume mm-hmm. or your work that you sent was was so incredible, and it, it's this. You know, we have this view of people. We, we're either neglecting people who have real severe disabilities, like the people you built the house for, um, and we have you have people like your brother who are out there, and they're actually brilliant in many ways. 
Mm-hmm. And they're just not given opportunities because of their disability. I mean, any thoughts you want to share on that with listeners? Um, it's definitely a challenging thing to to experience when when someone would share <laughs> a, a, a point of view like that. Like, oh, this work is so well done. I didn't expect it to be done from a disabled person, you know, because you're just it, it's what you said. The, the, the thing separating every single one of us from from excellence is just the opportunities right so if if we are able to provide more opportunities for folks who struggle with disabilities and developmental uh struggles if we give them the opportunity to be excellent they will be we just have we just have to be open to give the opportunity for them and to truly tell them that we embrace them as they are and and they are worthy and and they are love for what they are and and we believe in their capacities you know so you told me when we were talking that you were like John Sly the pastor that you were born on a pew and you you were you were <laughs> born, born and raised in Brazil and yep. you've you've only been in the US i guess 3 or 4 years but you you said basically that you've been searching your life for a, a church that really is passionate and has a genuine heart for social justice. And I know that term gets a little, little negative press, which I, I don't quite understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Christians should be about social justice. And, and that you found that in Grace Community Church. And, and full disclosure, I attend Grace Community Church. I love it. I think it's really unique in a lot of things it does. It's the, the church for people who don't go to church. But tell us mm-hmm. briefly about, you know, why you came to the U.S., this search that you've been on. And and how cool it was that you kind of fell into this position. It seems to be like, you know, really Ill- aligned with your higher purpose. Yeah. So I, I came to the United States uh, right after I graduated in college um, because it was just that little voice in the back of my mind, like there's more to life than just this, you know, <laughs> like just go to your next adventure. And it was it was a great coincidence, I would say that it was right after I also got very frustrated and disappointed at my church back home uh, for because of the, the whole social justice conversations that just didn't exist um, when, when we did missions or when we did uh, community efforts. It was always, let me just put this Band-Aid right here and never talk about it again. Um, let me give you this this food, but then not build a relationship with you, you know, and I just felt like that was not what the what the church is supposed to do. So so but, but then I came I came to United States and, and that was my prayer over and over it was like, God, just I can't be the only person <laughs> like I can't be the only the only Christian that understands that Christ is all about social justice. So just help me find more of of us. And and then I found grace. Um, the grace of God and the Grace Community Church. <laughs> so I found grace uh, here in Arlington and, and decided to to attend a, a service. And I remember that the sermon that really captured me was uh, by Pastor Derek Eighty, And the whole service was about the church responsibility in the fight against sex trafficking. And I, I remember just getting goosebumps because I was like, I've never, ever heard a pastor uh, approach such a tough topic from, from the stage and, and challenging the congregation to do more. 
to like, don't just disapprove sex trafficking, join the fight to end it. And that to me was like, this is it. This is, this is the church. Um, so I got involved, just started volunteering. One thing led to another. Here I am in this position right now. And, and I'm doing exactly what I've always prayed God to, to show me how the church can do it better. So I hope I'm doing a good job. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. Is, I, I do feel like I'm doing exactly what God made me to do. Um, and in the church that I that I spend my whole life searching for. So it's amazing. Yeah, well, it's cool because we I asked you, I always ask people if you if you were to give yourself a one word or two word name that indicates your higher purpose, your 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 vocation, your higher purpose related to your work. You know, what would that be? And and it, your answer seemed to match your job title beautifully because <laughs> <Yeah>, the words <laughs> compassion, you know, and justice seem to, to just flow. It seems like Grace really puts a lot of thought into what organizations it partners with. It's very because I know they work with Little Lights down in, in D.C. Those people are amazing mm-hmm. what they do. I've interviewed Steve Park a couple of times, Casa Chirilagua. And, and various international organizations. You, do, do you guys have sort of a real critical process for how you vet and, and make decisions on who to work with? Yeah. So our process is more, um, it's more of a personal process than anything else. Uh, the first thing that we always talk about when we're looking for a new local partner or even global partner is just having the skin in the game so we want to we want to partner with organizations that either are very um, close to someone from our church's heart, or the person that is leading this organization is part of our church, uh, but definitely that has that the the topic or the the mission that it's very connected to Grace's mission to be a church for people who don't go to church. Uh, in 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 the case of Little Lights, Steve and Mary Park are from Grace Community Church. So for us, that was an easy skin in the game. Like you guys are doing an amazing job and you're part of our church, so let's partner. Uh, and then we also talk a lot about um, efficiency because um, we, we, we don't partner with an organization that we don't see the, the, the fruits of what they're doing, right? Uh, it can be an amazing mission and amazing vision but then at the end of the day, you're like, but what exactly are you guys doing? Because it's not really clear. But uh, thank God, all of our local partners are so amazing. And we see we see the the value and the change that they are bringing to our communities. So it's 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 amazing. And, and I'm very honored and very humbled to to work with these incredible people, um, the Park family in Little Lights and Adriana at Casa Chirilagua and Sam Kelly with Bridges to Independence is just is just amazing to to be to be in this network for sure. So you guys, I know we have some new partnerships that are sort of a result of a lot that has happened this past year, in particular the racial unrest that resulted from mm-hmm. uh, George Floyd, George Floyd's murder. Can you tell us about one or two of those new partnerships and 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 what the what Grace Community Church is doing? Yeah. So um, after after the unfortunate events of last year, we decided to create a whole new ministry, the Race Reconciliation Ministry in Grace Community Church. Uh, And Steve and Julie Coy are the directors of that ministry. And we established some new partnerships. One of them is with 
an organization called the Sentencing Project. They're based in Washington, D.C., and their focus is on criminal justice. Uh, so they focus on the laws and, and the whole system and incarceration uh, issues and just how they can fix some of those problems that are so rooted in systemic racism. So we partner with them financially and also for, for resources so we can, we can also learn more about how this system is built to continue to oppress people and how we can change that. And the other uh, new, new partner organization that we have, it's with the Offenders Restoration and Aid um, in Alexandria. And they, they do an incredible job also with supporting uh, incarceration, in, incarcerated people and, and their families and, and with the re-socialization of, of them as they get out of incarceration, how they get back to society, how they find jobs, how they find a home, like what are their rights? Um, and so it's, it's an incredible opportunity for us as a church to, to learn more about this and to open our doors as these people are getting out of incarceration. Can they find a local, a local church? Can they find um, a, a local community to, to wrap around them and support them as they've entered this new phase in life? Oh, I love that. That's really the key. And I, I know I've interviewed the, uh, the head of prison fellowship and you know, these programs that they have where they, they wrap their arms around the prisoners while they're in prison. And they help prepare mm-hmm. them to come out. And the key is, you know, get a church to adopt a person who's coming out of prison mm-hmm. in, in, in a sense of just shepherding them and helping them. The, the recidivism rate plummets with these sort of programs. And I know they're working yeah. prison fellowship very hard to try to expand that. So it, it, I told you when we spoke before that this interview would go fast <laughs> and, we're, and we're nearing <laughs> the end. 20, 28 minutes really flies by. What what's really on your heart these days? What do you want to share with people when you when you meet with them? You're like, oh, and if I don't say anything, I want to make sure I impart the following. What what do you want to share with our listeners today? Yeah, I just I would just like to challenge you guys to keep your eyes open for very simple opportunities to be the change in in our in our communities. Uh, we're all still struggling with this COVID nineteen pandemic. We're all so overwhelmed with everything that's going on. Uh, But I feel like God is constantly gifting us with simple opportunities to be the hands and feet. So let's just keep our ears open and our eyes open and our hearts open to these opportunities so we can just do something and and spread the love and spread the, the grace of God to our community. And if people would like to reach out to Grace Community Church, should they contact you or go to the website or or what? You can go on our website, it's trygrace.org, or you can contact me. My email is anna.maya at trygrace.org, and I would love to hear from you and hear some ideas. If you have any ideas of what we can do, just shoot me an email and let's talk about it. Super. Anna, thank you so much for joining us. And Maya is M-A-I-A. And again, mm-hmm. Grace Community Church's website, uh, this, is, this sounds like a pitch show for Grace Community Church, is uh, trygrace.org, T-R-Y-G-R-A-C-E.org. This is Ed yeah. and Anna signing off from Grace and 30 on W-E-R-A-L-P, Arlington, 96.7 FM. Have a great night, and be sure to Bye. tune into Grace.